Hello, everybody, and welcome to RPG Cast 505 for June 29th, 2019. I'm your host, Anna Marie Privetier. We've got like a stacked panel. And not just because we were discussing bra sizes before the show. All right, um, we're going to jump right into it. Hi, Josh. Hey there. Hi, Peter. Hi. Hi, Kelly. Hello. Hi, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. I said, hey, didn't I? Oh, there you are. Hi. Nathan, Nathan died. Chris there is over go. there, but he's not important. Um, <laughs> so nope. just because you haven't been on that often, Nathan, remind people what you do for the site. Which is uh, another way of saying remind Anna what you do for the site. No, <laughs> I know what he does. Yeah, I don't. In theory, I write reviews, but I haven't quite gotten around to it yet. So. All right. You're fired. No. Damn. <laughs> but he's not a mic. Ah, <laughs> oh, fine. You're rehired. There's a there's a bit of a running Discord in our there a bit of a running joke in the RP Gamer Discord that I just go on a tantrum every once in a while and decide we have too many people of the same name and randomly fire one of them. It's so it's so it's such a popular running joke. She literally explains it every time she uses it. How many so, Nathans are there again? Uh, I think you may be safe. I think there's just one. No, it's not that common of a. Actually, there might so, be two. There, there used to be one. Sir. I don't think he's with the side anymore. Okay. I know there's right. two Ryans, so I'll have to fire one of them after the show. I don't actually have power to fire anybody. <laughs> Would there technically be three with my last name? Fine. Kelly, you're fired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. I'm going to go make my own site. Blackjack. And you know, it's funny, but that's happened like three times. And none of those sites even exist. Oh, anymore. come on. One of them might still be around. Oh, is random NPC still around? I don't know. What's All right. So, uh, Kelly, you're rehired because I want to know what you've been playing this week. Okay. Well, last week I wasn't on the cast because I was um, in in the hospital for emergency gallbladder surgery. Not Not for me, but for my sister. And I was in there for a long ass time and got a lot of gaming in between uh, Persona Q2 and Cadence of Hyrule. I wish I could have been on last week to talk with you about it because, yeah, our two experiences were vastly different. Um, you you said that you uh, didn't end up with a shield and I ended up with like all the shields. Yeah, and... Uh, I talked about this, I think, on the podcast last week, maybe while you weren't here, but we sat down and compared our maps. So it's yeah. like every map is going to have like a desert and a death mountain and a and a water fountain. But like where they were on each of our maps was totally different. Yep. And <laughs> I was having fun with the game, but it, it was frustrating because I kept getting stuck in places. And because everything was randomly generated, it's like so hard to find help in that game when you get stuck. And I don't know if you ran into the same issue. Yeah. So you and I both got just flummoxed by the, the quick exit out of Death Mountain. Because mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know how to get up that ledge. And now it turns out you're not supposed to get up that ledge. Yeah, I was trying everything to get up that ledge. And then when you said, no, you have to go around, it's like, well, where the hell am I supposed to go around? And then ended up finding this one spot where it looked like the top of the screen was a wall. But no, it was the entrance to Death Mountain. It just looked like a wall. Yep. 
So I, I jump up there and it's like, okay, now I know what, what I'm doing and where I'm going. And I still never figured out how to find or how to get that one heart container that was on my Twitter. Yeah. I I tried everything and the game was so new that you look up heart piece locations and you just can't find anything. Right. So I had to settle with not having a perfect game, but at that point I was fine with that. Um can I spoil the last fight a um, little bit? It's cool, so I don't know. Let, let's maybe talk about it in a future podcast. Oh, okay, put a pen in it. But I really like how they implemented the last fight in yes, the game. It was the, just... the ending fight is very cool. It was something that I didn't expect and was just such... I mean, I thought that it was just going to be a bog-standard boss fight and how they implemented that last one really surprised me. Um... I, I, if I wasn't so busy with other gaming and JRPG July starting, I would love to start another place playthrough of it because it's just such a fun game. I am, I am so glad I accidentally purchased it. <laughs> How did you accidentally purchase it? Because I was trying to buy the original Crypt of the Necrodancer and I clicked on the wrong thing. Ah, right. So I was like, okay, well, I, I guess I'm committed to the purchase now. But, um, yeah, so fun, so good. Um, probably one of the best Zelda games I've played in a long time, at least until uh, the, what is it, Link, not Link, what's the new one, that, or the remake that's coming out? Oh, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Yeah, Link's Awakening, at least until that one comes out. And um, then I got, I'm on Labyrinth 3 of Persona Q2. So I which, started Persona Q2. Oh, cool. How far are you? Well, the problem is, is the TTS in this game is, like, ridiculously high. TTS. Yeah, remember how we described Dragon Quest games as TTS, time to slime? Oh, time to slime, yeah. yeah. Time to right. shadow, in this case. It's long. It's like an hour. Yeah, it's pretty padded. And oh, Okay, um, I've got a question, then. Is the story better this time? Uh... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long silence that's a yeah. long thought <laughs> yeah i mean the whole impetus is that you, you you're the phantom thieves and you're in mementos and you get sucked into a movie and the whole game is basically last action hero mm. yeah what but but it doesn't sound good if the, sto- if the story isn't great and it's like an hour until you get the gameplay that isn't great i just want to know one thing what happens yes? if you bring a bottle of diet coke into mementos No? Can you hit him for me? No. Hang on. Nobody? Let me throw my ring at him. Eh. Okay. Ow! <laughs> All right. So uh, you're on the third dungeon? Yeah, I just got the um, P3 folks into my party. Ooh, nice. And right now I'm running with P4 protagonist, um, Cory Maru, uh, I'm blanking on his name. The P3 guy with the beanie hat and the trench coat. Oh, uh, no, oh, he's talking um, about, uh, she's talking about a, uh, a keto. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not Akihiko. Um, it was Akihiko's friend and God, I can't remember his name. Yeah. I can't remember his name either. I just know that he has a passive ability to heal while walking around the dungeon. 
And then Naoto, who is still broken as hell in this game. Oh. Oh, she learns Meg- Megiddo, like, right off the bat. Shinjiro. Yeah, Shinjiro. And then um, Morgana, because she has, or he has Midiorama right off the bat. And it's a nice little balance of abilities. And he's a cat. Yeah, and he's a cat. I always forget so, that Morgana's a guy. Um, has an ability to re- uh, heal SP as you're walking. Ooh, okay. Which as soon as yeah, as soon as I found that, is like okay, Corey, puppy, you're in, you're in my party now. And when you have uh, Futaba as your Navi, um. She's like, don't let the puppy get hurt when you're in fights when Koromaru <laughs> is in your party. Nice. I have like a Koromaru reception going on on my desk because I have the um, the plushie that was put out by, uh, Sa- uh, what is it, Sanshi? Sanshi. Um, and then I also have the one that came with the Q2 collector's edition. Mm-hmm. So you, you saw my image where I had like all three of the mascots lined up on yep. Twitter. Yep, yep, yep. And the, and then you made fun of me for how dusty my shelf is, and I said, "Well, that's not du- that's not dust. That's appreciation particles." <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. But to be fair, my house is very dusty. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm still having fun with P PQ two though. I did drop the difficulty down to safety, just because I was getting tired of getting my face slammed in by FOEs. F-O-E, F-O-E. They have some crazy name this time, too. Yeah. Some French name. Yeah. But anyways. Um, and then the last thing I've been playing is Bloodstained, Ooh. which... Controversy. Oh, yeah. Are you, are you well, playing it on the Switch? Yes, I am. Ooh. Um, I, I, I feel like this game needed another month in the oven. Because I, the load times are abysmal, and Ooh. I had it crash on me once, and oh. I was not happy about that. And does this the mean, game? It, do you have to manually save, or does it auto save regularly? No, you have to manually save. Ooh, did you lose a lot? <sighs> no, no. It, it was more like I should have saved because I crafted a bunch of stuff and upgraded a bunch of gear and then went to an area and it crashed and I was like well okay at least I didn't get very far I'm just gonna have to redo all that stuff but it still irritated the piss out of me um some little some little UI oh go ahead no uh, I was just gonna say we I don't think we're gonna cover it in the news because we don't technically cover Bloodstained even though I kind of feel like we should but um, yeah, um, they have definitely acknowledged that the Switch um, version is not as polished as the other versions, and WayForward is continuing to work on it. Okay. So, yeah, WayForward well, was brought in about a year ago to help finish up the game. I think that got announced last year. And so, yeah, they are continuing to work on the Switch version. All versions, but in particular the Switch, will be receiving incremental patches. Okay. Um, so it should get better. 
I hope so. I mean, I and it's frustrating because I am having a lot of fun with the game. It, it is straight up Symphony of the Night. I mean, my God, you, you go through a clock tower and there's Doloran heads that petrify you. Hey, if you're also if you're in the market for games that are exactly like Symphony of the Night, also put Time Splitter on your list. Time Splitter. Okay, yep. I'll have to remember that. Um, so indie game. Yeah. Yep. You mean Time Spinner? I mean Time yeah. Spinner. Thank you. Okay. Time Splitter is a say, light gun game. I, yeah, I didn't I, want to correct you. No, there, you should have corrected so me. That's Time Crisis. <laughs> no, no, Time Splitter is also a, a game with guns. Are you sure? Uh, maybe not a light gun, but it is a oh, gun game. It is a first-person shooter. There you go. So uh, I, I think I'm saying you want to play the holographic cowboy game. No. It's funny. I ran into that game when I was a kid. Time Traveler. And it, you know, that's Time Traveler. Okay. Yeah. Cause oh, Jesus. I, I remember being blown away by how cool it, it looks. It looks so cool, and you have no idea how to play it. It turns out it's just like a dragon. A mirror. It, it's just like dragon what? Um, Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair, and you have to just kind of know what you're supposed to press beforehand. And yeah. Die a lot. So, so anyway, back to Bloodstained. Oh, we're uh, talking about Bloodstained. A, right, right. A modern game. Um, it's straight out of Castlevania. I'm, a, I'm a, when it's not buggy or laggy as hell. I am having a lot of fun with it. Um, I love catching all of the souls. I got Shovel Knight's soul, and Shovel Knight's soul pretty much just sho- summons Shovel Knight to fight for you. And you can also get Shovel Knight's armor from Ooh. him, which turns you into Shovel Knight. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, what, what else? Um, there's all kinds of weapons and stuff, so you can just kind of pick your play style and go with it. Right now, I'm running around with a sword that you throw, which is nice because it gives me a lot of a lot of room between me and the mobs. Um what else? Yeah, I was going to write down all my thoughts on it, and I kind of forgot to. Um, the map is driving me up the wall, though, because you start, when you look at the map screen, it's zoomed out every time. So you have to like hit the A button to center your position and then zoom in to figure out where the hell you are, which that's, that's very annoying. Um, I mean... What else can I say except that it's, it's it's Symphony of the Night? Do you fight a big demon cat in this, or was that a fan Photoshop thing? No, that was you fight a big demon cat. It looks and my so husband fake. gave <laughs> no, my husband gave me crap about it because like he, haha, you just killed a cat. I'm like, well, yeah, because it shoots fire at you, and if you get close to it, it swipes at you. Um, but it also had one of the better souls because it had kind of a fiery. I don't want to say screen nook, but kind of a fiery AOE, which did a lot of damage. So, so yeah, Why yeah. You, I I don't remember because I wasn't paying attention mostly. Did you give a? Did somebody take Nintendo to task for for having a crap? No, was it Nintendo? The Switch version sucks. Did somebody say that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. I'm still looking for this thing where you lined up all the mascots of Persona, and I can't find it. So right. I'll find it for that, you that later. Was a, that was several weeks ago. Oh, Yeah, okay. because remember, Persona Q2 came out like June well, 4th. And I'm just going to watch a video so. of Kelly's cat playing in a box. Yay! I'm going to say which one. There's so many of them. Oh, the those recent. two. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Josh. 
since uh, what you've been playing, we'll finish off what I've been playing as well. Let's yeah. hear what you've been playing. Well, I, I finished off Judgment. Um, I don't know what <laughs> I can talk too much more about it because most of it was, you know, it's all the fun ending story bits. It all came together really well. I really liked where, what they did with the with the story and the way they finished it off. Um, I think that was a really good game. The 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 review of it is coming. It's it, it's waiting on a proofing, but it should be out this weekend. Um, Man, I wish the uh, detective elements had been just a little bit better so that the whole thing would have just been awesome instead of being like really fun Yakuza gameplay, really good story. And then just some of the uh, detective elements kind of letting the rest of it down. Kind of the things you were afraid about, Chris. (laughs) Well, and I I don't think it ruins. You're not allowed to not like Judgment. Anna's too hyped for it. (laughs) I like it. I like it a lot. I don't think that the uh, basically they spread out the uh, detective bits enough that it, it doesn't run itself into the ground, even when they're not great. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, You're, every review that I've read has said the detective sections are not good. Yeah. yeah that's what I was worried about. Tailing they're, they're sucks, not, doesn't it? Tailing is not. Tailing can be fine, and it can be incredibly frustrating. It can be it, the best it can be is fine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Okay. Like, like the first time you do it, it's a lot of fun, and then you, uh-huh. you keep doing it, and oh, you're like, okay, this exactly is all right. And then about. you'll get, and then you'll get one. Like it happened to me a couple of times. Like as you're tailing someone in this game. You're walking along, and then every so often, like a car or a doorway or, you know, one of those giant signs out in front of the love hotels or whatever will, like, the a box will light up in front of it, and you can tap on, I think it's the O button, and Yagami will just kind of, like, scooch into them. And when you do that, even if the uh, the, the person you're tailing will constantly just be turning around to kind of see if anyone's following him and if you're in one of those sections like he can't see you even if he's got line of sight on you he can't see that he's being followed the problem is is that it's not a hundred percent consistent about like what's actually going to have a box behind it so you'll be walking down you're tailing this guy and you like see oh okay there's like a car over there on the right side of the road i'm just going to kind of slowly walk over there to the right side of the road as i'm following this guy and i'm going to tuck in behind this car and hide from him when he inevitably turns around and then you get over to that car and there's no box there's nowhere to hide because the game wanted you to go on the left side of the road <laughs> and then he's, then the guy turns around and he sees you and you're like running around trying to trying to get out of the line of it, oh, so frustrating and the, uh, a couple of the missions later on in the game like the, i think they tried to make it harder and they uh, the guy you're tailing will just take you down routes where there's just nowhere to hide there's absolutely no place and those every single time one of those people, one of the person you're tailing sees you, like whenever he catches sight of you, like the tailing mission basically like stops then for a second because he's just, you know, like he's on edge looking for you. And so he just won't keep moving forward. You have to like get out of sight completely for a certain number of time before he'll like start, start back on his path. And it just brings those missions to a screeching halt. It's like, most of them are okay, and then every once in a while you write one of those, and 
like I failed once or twice and you just wanted to chuck the controller at the wall. I mean, that was kind of going to be my question is like, if, if when you're caught, it only delays the mission, that sounds okay. But what are the failure mechanics? Oh, uh, on those, like, I, I mean, that's the, that's the other thing. Like the other detective um, missions are like pretty generous on the failure mechanics. Like the ones where you have to like take a picture, a compromising picture of someone going into the love hotel or whatever. Like basically so long as you get the picture of the person with the love hotel, like you pass, like you may not get the bonus money or experience for, you know, getting the perfect shot of the guy kissing the girl at the entrance to the love hotel. But just so long as you get all of them in the same shot, like, you know, you know, you, you get, you, you pass the mission. That's the thing on those tailing missions. Whenever you fail, it's like, oh yeah, you're starting over that mission again. It does. Most of the longer ones do have checkpoints, thank goodness, but it can still be really frustrating. Especially like one time it happened to me where, I mean, I just got stuck because I was tailing like three people and I was supposed to be tailing like this one main person in particular. And one of the characters just got stuck on a door so I couldn't keep up. I was getting I, I failed it because I couldn't keep up with the main character. But when I tried to catch up to the main character, that person who was stuck on the door saw me and I was, <laughs> you know, just kind of, you know, uh, screwed over by the uh, the game itself, you know, by the uh, open world nature of the game. Unfortunately, it stunk. But the rest of the game is fantastic. So I don't don't let the the small imperfections in the detective gameplay stop you from picking up judgment it's it's a really good game it's a good place to jump into the yakuza games because there's really no connection to the earlier games you don't have to worry about there being you know six games that you haven't played you can jump in you can play this there's it's one of those well done things where there are little hints and hat tips to people who have played the entire series, but there's no continuing storyline that you have to worry about being totally lost on. And yeah, good. I feel like because of people talking about it this week, I've learned a lot more about the Japanese legal system than I ever could have learned in in any school. Um, (laughs) Here's a really easy one because it comes up in every legal thriller in Japan. No one who goes to trial is considered innocent. No. <laughs> and doesn't that make Ace Attorney make so much more sense once you realize that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can tell the difference in both, like, the legal system and also just the culture over there where you, that was the thing playing it. Like, you can't imagine here in America that anyone would look down on a uh, attorney for getting a person off, you know, uh, getting a person from being convicted. Even if they were guilty, we're just like, oh, that's what the attorney is supposed to do. Whereas in this game, like everyone treats Yagami like crap after he gets this, uh, this that, that's right at the very beginning of the game. Basically, he gets this guy off for murder, and then the guy turns around and murders his girlfriend. Right, and that's what causes him to. Yeah, yeah I don't know if the if the problem with people treating him like garbage is inherently that he got someone off, but I think it was more that he got someone off, and then they immediately turned around and committed a crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was part of it. It was like he was the star until that guy turned around and committed a crime. So <laughs> what, is he actually like, guilty of the second crime? Uh, I don't want to say because that does play into the rest oh, okay, of the story. Okay, so that does get explored within the game. 
Oh yeah, there's okay, good. Like the game, yeah, yeah. The game starts out with you investigating, you know, this this serial killer who's uh, the, called the mole who is killing yakuza, yeah. but that ends up tying into away. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I edited his his review this morning, and he actually like describes how the Yakuza are being off. And I'm like, you know, maybe that's a detail we can leave out of the review. <laughs> I was just trying to, to make. I was just trying to make the point that it's it's a it's a bit darker and more. You know, Yakuza games always have like the serious main story and the kind of silly, superfluous side stuff. But what, even the, the guy main... in the underpants running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is is but, he actually called Mr. Underpants? God, I don't remember anymore. Yeah, it was something like that in the Yakuza Zero games. Yeah, I can't remember his name now. Um, I was just trying to make the point, like, even though you've got the serious main story in the Yakuza games, they still don't take themselves that seriously. I mean, in Yakuza 2, you end up fighting a, a Yakuza's pet tigers, you know, hand-to-paw <laughs> combat. I mean, you know. <laughs> Hand-to-paw. They're they're always like kind of they they kind of tend to go like ridiculous and over the top and this one's a bit more grounded and serious than the Yakuza games except the side quests which are except ridiculous. the side quests which are still oh yeah you have to catch a uh, a pervert who is uh, attacking young women in Camarotro who calls himself the uh, ass catch him. <laughs> there <sighs> is an entire series of quests where you have to chase down someone's toupee. Yeah. He doesn't call it a toupee. It's a hat. Yeah, no, it's a toupee. Yeah, it's a toupee. I've, I've, I actually watched a couple of these. I'm like, no, nah, man, don't kid yourself. That's not a wig. That's not a hat. That's a toupee. That's a toupee. <laughs> Carry on. All right, well, so did so you play still since you finished Judgment? Uh, since I finished Judgment, I just, just started uh, Atelier Lulula. Yay! Because you've been, you, yeah, because you've been talking about it, and you caught, you convinced me to pick it up. Oh, it's so good! It has I definitely so. <laughs> become my absolute favorite Atelier game of all time. It is so good. The ending oh. is ridiculous. It includes like parallel universes and time travel. Well, I saw that, and I, I've heard you talking about it, and then I saw the uh, someone who I follow posted the. Uh, the arm wrestling thing between Lula and Stark. Was it the first time or the second time? I I don't know. I think it, I, all I saw was there was a giant explosion in it. And it was absolutely <laughs> crazy to watch. And I was like, what on earth is going on? I showed Chris that screenshot and he was like, so the the first time, yeah, the explosion. Um, and then the second time, I the rematch. I showed Chris the screenshot of the victory screen, and he looked uh, at it, and he looked at me, and he looked at. He's, How is that even possible? <laughs> so, um, definitely make sure that you uh, challenge uh, Stirk to a to a rematch, the the first time that you have the fair. Uh, I will do that. I will be um, looking for that. So yeah, there, there's one thing that I think is really cool is, um, and I don't remember this happening in any other atelier. So there is a calendar, um, and it's not relevant to like the plot of the, uh, the plot or the pacing of the game. But what it does start to do is, as you um, increase your friendship with people and you start to get an increasing number of locations, there will start to be events that are associated with specific months. So, like, at one point in my game, um, October had something. November was Dunkle Heights season. 
Hmm. Uh, Dunkelheit are like really rare flowers in the Atelier series that um, normally you only get them at like one location and they're a really rare spawn. Um, so that's how they handled it for this game. Um, and then December was the um, Arland uh, Fair. And all throughout the month, you can go into Arland, and there are all sorts of events that surround the fair. Um, you can challenge Stirk to arm wrestling, and you definitely should challenge Stirk to arm wrestling. It's amazing. And uh, make sure every year that December rolls around, you continue to uh, challenge Stirk to arm wrestling, because it gets better and better. I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the game is... is for... It it does a really good job of like being completely ridiculous and yet still being logical within its own bubble. Yeah. Because it's like if you think too hard about it, it doesn't make any sense. But it makes complete sense within the world and the way that the world has been built. Mm-hmm. So and I'm gonna talk a little more um about Atelier um probably in the feedback section well maybe i should just go into it now um i got asked two different times this week um about if you're new to the atelier series where to start and i'm gonna sort of revise my answer since we have it on new systems um i would say start with the arland dx trilogy um but i'm gonna tell you to play it in the wrong order i'm gonna tell you to play it meru or sorry totori meru Rorona, lulua and, and that I think I agree with that order because Totori is probably the strongest narrative game. And I think that that's probably the best, the best entry point into the Ireland games. Well, and Rorona was remade in the Meruru engine mm-hmm. when they upgraded it to the plus version. So like, um, I know that it, it was, it was the first of the trilogy to be released, but it actually makes a lot more sense to me if you play it as the third game. I think it was also the harshest in terms of the time penalties of oh, those yeah. three games. It so it's probably absolutely it's, the hardest of the three and, games. And it's so in that sense, it's probably easier to ease someone new into the series by starting with Totori instead of starting with Verona. So, and I also got asked this week if I would recommend Lulua before playing the Arlen trilogy. Um, no, but you can play it that way. Yeah, just you won't know what you're missing exactly. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is they they still do a really good job of explaining who the characters are because at the start of the game, I'm like, I don't remember who Piana is. But the game like very quickly reminded me, oh yeah, that's the character that Totori saves when she goes over to the East Continent and there's like all this tension between her and Verona, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So like even if you don't have knowledge of those characters, you're, you're like me and your memory's a sieve. Um, they still do good, a good job of introducing these characters and remind you why you cared about them in the first place or why you should care about them now. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to jump into Chris. Hi. You've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. I'm almost done with Final Fantasy V for Job Fiesta. I have oh. like two dungeons left to go. Right. So I, to I made a there. lot of progress on that. Um, I have been playing some Final Fantasy XIV. Um, a little bit last night of the new expansion, 40 minutes of which was waiting in a queue while they restarted servers and fixed a denial of service attack. <laughs> <laughs> what? Early access makes people angry? Yeah. Say it isn't so. Yeah. Um, 
the uh yeah it's it's weird how um i still have nothing no skill at doing uh what i'm playing section of a podcast over 500 episodes into it but uh, is your tank true. a tank my tank's a tank okay my tank's a tank like, how do you like those uh tank cues <laughs> Tank cues? Oh yeah. Yes. Um, I, I haven't d- done any in the new expansion, but they're always great. In general, why do you uh, ask? Because there's screenshots e- floating around of tanks <laughs> waiting like six hours in queue. Yeah, oh, really? they're not yeah. great anymore. What happened? Um, so I guess everybody was really amped about the tank reworks, so yeah. everybody switched to tank. Everyone's so a now tank now, so I should play a different class. All right, Heal- healers, I think, are now the ones that are. It was um, always tanks or healers, so I guess. Yeah, I guess with all the changes, everyone's like all anti-healer now, so that kind of makes sense. So Peter, you've also been playing fourteen. I have, and you went Vera. <laughs> Peter, what did you do? Justify yourself. All right, so my goal was to not buy any expansions uh except for heaven's sword because heaven's ward rather because they gave it for free it It was free um yeah so until i finished it to know that i was like you know committed and gonna play and all that happy shit uh, stuff i'm sorry i forget what the um podcast is (laughs) for as far as that goes but uh yeah i um i ended up buying uh, Shadowbringers because I wanted a Viera. And so my Lalafell male is now evolved. <laughs> evolved <laughs> into a beautiful it, woman. <laughs> it reached level 45 and has evolved into a Viera woman. 45? Um, you've been playing more. Good, I good told you, you I have been. Well, I mean, since you, you I last played me. with you. You doubted me. Hey, I said I'd get back into it. We didn't play any Borderlands. We didn't because you hate me. Oh. Um, shoot. But uh, am I just going into my games? Are you done, Chris? I'm done. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I, I, I got the fifth crystal. Uh, so I think I'm only one more for the original AR content. Um, that's how far behind I am. So I've still got to do AR patch and then start moving into expansions. But oddly enough, when I bought Shadowbringers, I thought that it would give me Stormblood with it. I don't know that it did. So I'm kind of in this weird... Like, if I look at my account page, it shows, like, a space where um, Stormblood should be, and it's not there. So it'll be interesting whenever I get to that point if the content's actually there or not. Um, yeah, I don't think it does. Um, yeah, I, for some reason, I, I thought I read that it that if you bought think, Shadowbringers, you got all the expansions you were missing, but maybe... No, I they have, like, a bundle of all the other expansions, but... Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Which is weird, given Heaven's Word was free... Yeah. So, well, if I beat through Heaven's Ward, then I'll just get uh, Stormblood and and move onwards. But um, I'm enjoying it. I think I'm only about 40 or so missions away from being done with the original ARR content. So almost there. There's so many of those are not fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's stuff is just not good, but really important. Oh, wait, is that between two and three actually never mind it's between uh heaven's word and Stormblood that some of the really plot relevant stuff happens so anyway oh that's good i um yeah like i said i'm not i i'm still enjoying it um you know i don't really some of the filler stuff where it's like go talk to this guy go talk to this guy you know that kind of stuff i kind of i'm just blitzing through because 
it isn't relevant. Um, it's just a bunch of people talking about things that don't matter. But um, getting into these dungeons now, uh, at least for the next couple of weeks, is probably going to be rough. Because uh, like I said, last night I played two dungeons, and each one the queue was about a half an hour to 45 minutes. So um, I just go gather. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I, I, I actually really appreciated that because I was standing there for like 10 minutes, and I'm like, oh, wait, I can still do things. So I started doing some of my like, you know, purple plus quests and things like that that I need to finish up. Um, so it was it was actually really not that bad. Um, I've played so many games um, and I'm not going to talk about them all because I've it was like gamer ADD. Um, all these new games came out all in a row and I didn't know where to where to start. I did play a little Bloodstained. Um, I understand the gripes that people are having with it, uh, specifically around the load times. I maybe it's because I'm old and I didn't care about frame rate back then, but I really don't care that the frame rate is not as good as it is on the other consoles. Um, I just I just don't. But the game itself, I mean, Kelly said it best. It's it's Symphony of the Night reskinned, and uh, you know, with some added elements that are really fun. I enjoy the soul things. I'm actually really interested now. To I didn't realize there was that. Um, stuff with the shovel knight piece, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm very curious to see that when I get there. So, so um, do the frame rate dips actually affect your gameplay? Yeah, because oh. um, when you are like when you jump up into an area because it takes so long to load the next area, you can fall back down. Oof. and that's very yeah. frustrating. Yeah, I haven't run into anything like that. I've just seen that it, you know, when you're walking and playing the game just in a normal setting, um, you know, it clearly does not look 60 frames. Um, It's just like, uh, you know, I I popped it in and it was the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh, this does not run as smooth as the demo did on my PC. Um, But again, I, I guess I just don't really care for that kind of stuff. Like, I would rather the, um, gameplay and the voice acting and stuff like that to be good and i think all of that is is on point uh they got all the best gameplay elements and the voice acting is actually pretty solid yeah i've enjoyed the voice acting mm-hmm. hearing solid snake again yeah um and then the other thing i've been playing i won't talk about bc4 i put it on the list but i'm not really going to talk about it because i'm stuck again josh these missions Uh-oh. are so so hard there there are some tough ones towards the end yeah it's um, fun but it's it they're tough <laughs> so i'm on chapter 15 i think um which is another uh valkyria battle it's like been back-to-back valkyria battles at this point um but this one is by far the worst um because that, okay that's like the toughest one in the game like it, it actually the last couple of missions aren't quite as bad as this one. Oh my gosh if i recall yeah so basically for those who haven't played or aren't going to play um oh there are people who are going to play god damn it <laughs> yeah chris is going to play it so oh uh, okay what am There's, i doing yeah what nothing what am well, I, I mean playing? he's not listening you I'm can actually playing. probably go ahead and spoil it i was it. Li- i'm figuring out that peter had the thing peter probably needs to wait till july 2nd when the expansion actually comes out for his final fantasy 14 expansions to show up oh right well, hey, because thanks. you only thanks got early access if you pre-ordered mm-hmm I did pre-order. Well, it technically counted as a pre-order, and I'm technically, you know, I've got access to the content. Like, all the jobs are there, and I obviously had 
the option to use the classes. So yeah, I'm just, I don't know. So what are we spoiling yep. me about? Nothing. Oh, nothing. Moving on. Uh-huh. Uh, Super Mario Maker Two uh, came out on Friday, and I was actually surprised at how quickly it drew me right back in. Oh, uh, I should play that. I yeah, I love the first one. I Is did a lot. Is this all you of, did last night? Yep. Oh, to like man. well. You know, in between queuing and stuff like in that. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, my Switch is sitting here. Might as well play some Super Mario Maker. Um, but you know, I played a ton of this on stream before when the first one came out. I did a lot of like, you know, let me play your level kind of thing. Um, and this one actually incorporated like a, a story mode, and so that you can get acclimated to the new things that they added in, which they added in quite a bit actually. Um, and there is a lot of, um, uh, there's a lot of content in the story mode. Um, so I've been playing probably for about four hours or so. Um, and I've only gotten through like 35% of the quests that they have. Um, but there's a lot of different features where you can actually create like Gradius style stages, uh, which is something I plan on doing. Um, and then they have all the, the stuff that, you know, that comes with it, you know, so you make your own stages, play somebody else's stages. I've not dug into that too much yet, um, but that's probably going to be coming really soon. Um, I did read an article, though, that said there is a cap to how many stages you can build, which was not something that was present in the previous one. Um, But I think your cap is now 32 stages, which I guess is fair. I don't really know. I don't remember how many stages I built in the last game. I think I only built like 12. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that I'd ever reached that cap, but I guess maybe for the more hardcore and those who create the crazy, uh, what are they called? Kaizu stages? So here's the thing. Is, Kaizo, are you guaranteed yeah. that they'll Kaizo. stay online if you're under that cap? Is that the difference? Because yeah, what I used don't to know. happen is they would randomly pull off levels that didn't meet popularity requirements and oh. they would just delete them. So, Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like 32 guaranteed. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm not sure. That would be actually kind of an improvement for most people, even yeah. though there'd be like the big content creators that that's going to be an issue for. Hmm. Yeah, but it's uh, it's cool. The story mode kind of sticks you as Builder Mario, um, which is, uh, you know, very fitting for all of that. I ha- I don't know. Has Builder Mario been in anything else? I don't. I think just Mario Maker. Just Mario Maker. Okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, because I was I was very weirded out when they added his his Builder Mario skin to Super Smash Brothers, and I didn't really. I was like, there's only one game where this applies, and it's not really, uh, not really a game that you play in this regard. But you know, it is what it is. Um, but I enjoyed it. I mean, I am enjoying it rather. Um, in story mode, have you run into the Undo Dog yet? Uh, yeah, he shows up like the very first um, scene to introduce <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> As a kid, I when I played Mario Paint, I was obsessed with the Undo Dog for some reason. Yeah, I I drew him everywhere, like on my notebooks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an interesting fascination to have. But yes, he is very yeah. much present in the story mode. <laughs> Well, j- just seeing him kind of canonized in this game just kind of delights 10-year-old me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's about it for me. All right. So last but not least, Nathan, 
regale us with what you've been playing because you played things that no one else did this week. Oh man! And one well, in particular first, I'm interested in. I was a Dragon Quest builder. It is. How did I guess? Um, well, first, I completed the walkthrough for Final Fantasy VIII, and then my bosses immediately went, "Hey, can you add a whole bunch of subsections?" So I thought I was just about done with that guide, and uh, I still pretty much am, but got more work to do on it still. I don't need to go over gameplay for a 20-year-old game, despite it getting a remaster soon, but I'm looking forward to be done with that, and I'll have more time to play other stuff. Um, I didn't mention this on the sheet, but I do my own podcast on Sundays, and we played Earthfall last week. Um, what the heck is Earthfall? Is- it's basically like a Left for. It's inspired by Left for Dead, except instead of fighting zombies, you're fighting aliens. Which really, do all, they do all the same zombie tropes. You know, you've got the the swarmers, the ones that spit poison acid at you. Wow, you weren't kidding. The the PC Gamer review literally opens as Earthfall, Left for Dead with aliens. Yeah, it, it's basically what it is, and. Uh, uh, I'm not going to get too too deep into that because it's not really my genre, so I don't really think I can critique it too well. Suffice to say, it's wow. it's fine if you need to kill some aliens and brain cells and time, but you know, it's it's not something that's going to be sticking with me for any any length of time. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders Two, they have a demo, and Yay. I was almost worried that. There would be some people here that would have, like, imported the Japanese version and would have done a more thorough play and would have more to say on it. So I don't know if that's the case or not, but... No, no I don't on think, this show. I don't think okay. anybody... Awesome. There, there's a there's a finite number of us on the podcast that can read Moon Runes. And so, unless we have, like, <laughs> Alice on. All right, then I will... Uh... I'm starting to learn it, but... Yes. Nowhere near fluent. Uh, well, you know what's really interesting is Dragon Quest games are actually a really good way to practice your Japanese because they have like uh, anytime they have a really complicated word, they have like the breakdown of characters on top of it because it's intended mm. to be a game that's for children as well as adults. Okay, I'm glad I got that advice because I need to practice my hiragana a lot more. You should, you should get Dragon Quest Eleven S. I uh, should. Don't tempt me. Chop chop. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm usually fairly cynical and hard to please, but Dragon Quest is one of those things that just melts through my armor, and I love it and adore it, and I'm entirely incapable of being unbiased when it comes to Dragon Quest. But I did play the first Builders back in the day, and it wasn't a perfect game by any means. Uh, I I think it was good, but it had some issues. And Dragon Quest Builders 2 from the demo seems to address a whole lot of those issues. Like, um... You have a whole bunch of inventory space now instead of having to store things in chests. They just essentially give you, like, I think five screens of inventory space, which is fine. Your weapons don't degrade as you use them, so you're not constantly having to reforge weapons as you hit enemies, which is a uh, part of the gameplay loop. I think it's safe to say that nobody really looks fondly on when it comes to games like this. It's just one of those things you have to suffer through to keep playing. So they removed that. That's more streamlined. And you have a companion named Malroth who follows you around. And they're really hitting that that story element that they introduced in the first game where you're not a warrior, you're a builder. 
Although in the first game it was a little lopsided because you were still expected to do a lot of fighting to get through the game. In this game, you have somebody who is easily a better warrior than you, and he does the fighting. Uh, I mean, you have to fight stuff too, yeah, but no, he's the one I hitting mean, harder. I, I I was really excited to see that you get like a companion to fight with you basically as you start yeah. the game because the thing that excited me the most about Dragon Quest Builders was when I started to have party members. Yes. That like totally gave the game a new dimension for me. Yes, yes. And it makes the game much less lonely from the outset. Good. And it, it's just nice because if you like harvest some resource, your companion will go and start chopping those resources in the nearby area and automatically pick them up for you. So it greatly improves the speed at which you gather mundane things. They just streamlined a whole lot of stuff that you really didn't need to waste your time doing. So um, I, the worst thing I have to say about the Dragon Quest Builders 2 demo is that it ended. <laughs> so, oh. it, if you like the first game, you will probably love the second one just from the demo. Um, I know I'm going to love it already, so I've just pre-ordered it. Yeah, I've had it pre-ordered for months. I, uh, I've i been trying to significantly cut down on the amount of games that I buy when they're new, so I try to only buy them when I can get a discount on it. So I ended up buying that like two for two games for $100 coupon program. Mm-hmm. And I actually think I might end up buying another two coupons. Yeah, no. <laughs> I got his thirty percent off Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, yeah, right, so and, you're fi- and you you should have gotten a black chocobo too. Yep, I haven't gotten it yet though. Okay. Uh, Amazon was offering like twenty four dollar off coupons for that game, the deluxe weird. edition. Yeah, yeah, for it it was. Well, offering... I got the regular edition at thirty percent off because I don't need the deluxe stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was offering thirty percent off like a whole random selection of things across like many, many, many different departments. I think they were um, soft testing Confused. for um, Amazon Prime Day. Oh, okay. And they just forgot to turn stuff off because I... Amazon Amazon Prime Day is in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. I can't and complain. See... My conspiracy theory was that they had the coupon on there because that technically doesn't meet the pre-order price guarantee thing since you have to actually click on the coupon to receive the discount. That's true. So Such BS. Yeah. So I ended up just canceling it and then reordering it with the coupon. But being able to get the Smart. deluxe edition for 60 bucks, I'm not going to sneeze at that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was sixty one fourteen after tax. I'm just yeah. happy we got to pay more like what that game's going to actually be worth, a.k.a. $5. Oh, oh I'm laying the gauntlet down. <sighs> Shade. <laughs> Which is funny because all the impressions Same we had Tifa's from E3... Size. What? Oh. What? What I say? What? What? All the impressions we have for me three were both Harry and Pascal going. Eh, I'm pretty sure this game was gonna suck, and then I played it, and it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I know it's gonna be great. I'm just bitter. You're just salty. <laughs> I'm just an old salty man. So many yeah. flavors, and you choose salt. There's a lot of people complaining. Oh, it's only like one half or one third of a game. It's like, well, until you know exactly how many hours this is gonna run. <laughs> You're so silly. That's it's more why. like a fifth of a game. Oh. It's going to be like five segments. And apparently it's two discs. Yes. Yeah, two blue was that A lot of movie scenes, oh, you know? that's right. All <laughs> it's right. It's going to be like an hour and a half of cinematics. Alex. All right. Hey, <laughs> as long as my boy Red 13 shows up, it, I don't care. There'll be no Red 13, Ooh, and you just can't deal with it. It'll All be right. there. Oh, like at the very end, it's going to be like, meow. 
or whatever Red 13 says. Roar. I'm pretty sure Roar. he talks. Well, yeah, but... Well, he also howls. I think the one thing he doesn't do is meow. So. Of course, the cat howls. Well, <laughs> what, what exactly? He does, he howls. That means he's going to throw on. up. Come on. Oh, no. No, I'm, no. I'm challenging your credit if you don't remember that no. set of scenes. No, yeah. no. And on that note, we're, we're going to get to our feedback. <laughs> oh, Chris. Red 13, what did you do? Rub his That's nose embarrassing. in it. <sighs> so we asked that our... That doesn't work. I know. I knew you were going to say that, Kelly. Kelly's going to tell me how that doesn't work. <laughs> Are we all under control now? Can we move to the feedback? <laughs> well, okay. your husband I'm is spreading lies Chris about off the show. Cat. <laughs> all right. We had a feedback question. Uh, JRPG July is coming. Woo! So what Yay. game will you be playing this month? I guess we should have said games because most people answered multiples. All right. Uh, game or Esquire jumps in and says, um, uh, for JRPG July, I will be playing Bloodstained and Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 with until Fire Emblem Three Houses releases. Three Houses is likely to take him up take up the remainder of 2019 for me. Uh, he also says, when playing Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, do not play on easy mode if you intend to transfer save data into Radiant Dawn afterwards. Nintendo was unable to fix the bug that prohibits it. If you want to transfer your save data from Path of Radiance to Radiance Dawn, your save file has to be either normal or hard. Play it for real. Yeah. Path of Radiance is not one of the more challenging Fire Emblem games. Normal mode is entirely manageable, even if you are new to the series. I had to replay a number of maps a number of times, but yes. This is a true statement, except apparently I suck. All right. Shaman uh, writes in and says, I've got it in my head that defeating Penance would be perfect for Switch. So for JRPG July, I will be grinding Monsterina and things in Final Fantasy X to hopefully be Penance before the 26th and Three Houses. This I'm, is starting what, to be I'm, a trend. What is this word? Penance? Penance. For Isn't what? that a super he, boss in ten? Yeah, oh, he's like 10? a oh, okay. really nasty one, too. Uh, just Good luck to you, Jimbo. friend. You'll be fine. Yeah, so grinding the monster. Right. Yeah, so grinding in the monster arena is actually something that I've been watching a lot a lot of on Mixer this week uh because I'm grinding it Sounds like a Netflix documentary. <laughs> I'm grinding uh sparks to, to to slather on Peter the next oh, time. Oh, in Mixer. Streams. Yo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so um I've actually been watching people play Final Fantasy 10:18 and going through the monster but arena and it's fascinating. Why aren't you watching um Summer Games Done Quick? I'm watching Twitch. both. <gasps> You have Mixer only open for the Sparks? Yes. You may as well just cheat. Uh, you are a cheat. Yeah, I am. I, oh, okay. Carry on. Okay. Um, yeah, so people do Monster Arena, and what they do is they'd like just cast re-rays on themselves, and then they um, fight the Cactuars in the Monster Arena, which you d- by the time you get there, you can do the, the damage break, which gives you 9999999 damage. And then it counters with 10,000 needles and, and kills you because it does 10,000 damage instead of, uh, yeah, it's, and you have 9999 hit points. And then you just auto raise yourself and live and rinse repeat. It's really interesting. It's very boring. But it does get you like tons of levels super fast. All right. Uh, Krull writes in and says for JRPG July, I've got two games in mind. It will either be Trails in the Sky FC on my PSP or Golden Sun Dark Dawn uh, DS game on 3DS. I have not played either series before, so I am pretty torn between the two. It would be good to hear recommendations. So, 
Uh, Play trails. That's what I'm going to say, too. So there was sort of an interesting discussion within the podcast thread itself, um, whether or not you can play Golden Sun Dark Dawn without having played the GBA games. Um, I'm trying to say it. It's kind of a um, yeah, it is a direct sequel, but I don't think a lot of the events really oh, transfer over. The first two games anyway. And uh, I'm actually going to be a rebel and say <gasps> neither of those skip Trails in the Sky and go directly to Cold Steel. <gasps> What? Blasphemy. I know. <laughs> no, what? I'll agree with that. That's an even better idea. Yep. I, I, I think Trails in the Sky is actually very good, and I think that they should play it. All right. So we're, we're going to discuss this more of our, in our question of the week later in the show. <laughs> All right. Um, Featherhoof writes in, uh, question of the week, the JRPG July game. I definitely know I'm playing because I'll be live streaming it. Is Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. Um, but I always have at least one a ga- a game I play just for me, not live-streamed. And this JRPG July, I'm torn between finally finishing Octopath, halfway done with Chapter 3s, starting Xenoblade 2's Torna DLC, or starting Lost Sphere. I am one of the weird ones that liked, but not loved, I am Setsuna and its soundtrack, but I haven't had time to play LS. So... The consensus seems to be of most people that played both I Am Setsuna and Lost Fear is that Lost Fear is way better. So if you liked but not loved I Am Setsuna, I think you will like, at the very least, Lost Fear. I have it. I can't believe my sister-in-law managed to find a physical copy of that game. Um, And so I also need to play it. Someone remind me later in the year. Someone someone bully me later in the year to play Lost Fear. Yeah, I know Pascal really liked Lost Fear. Yes. And a couple other of my friends that play both of them also were like, Lost Fear is way better than I Am Setsuna. So don't judge it by the fact that it's the sequel to I Am Setsuna. All right. Uh, last piece of feedback. We got a text. I think this is Mr. Wolf. Uh, hiya! I just wanted to tack on an answer from last week about what games I was hyped for but became uninterested in. And that would be Pokemon Sword and Shield. And that's because there will be no national decks. Um, that isn't inherently bad. Pokemon Sun and Moon didn't have it either. But now if a Pokemon is not in the Galar Pokedex, that Pokemon cannot be transferred to Sword and Shield, therefore cutting um, Pokemon out of the new game. He says half, but I don't think it's actually going to be half. Um, also, for this week's question, I have three that I need to choose between for JRPG July. Persona 5 kingdom hearts 3 or collection of mana i have never played any mana game and would love to try it but the 40 dollars price tag is kind of steep and kingdom hearts 3 is just very boring but i still need to finish it and persona 5 is that an excellent game but very long so do you guys have recommendations out of those three games persona 5 Get to mm-hmm. it. last you a whole month that's true yes. yeah if you start it Persona 5, you more it will than that, literally probably. last you the whole month and probably at least one more after that. And it's like, what, 20 bucks now? Come yeah, on, it's it's super affordable um, if you don't have it. Um, Unless I you want to wait for Royal and it to be another 40 hours longer. That, that can be next year's <laughs> double JRPG July, <laughs> June and July. Um, I find it interesting that people feel that $40 is expensive for Collection of Mana because you're getting three games for 40 bucks, right? Yeah, and it's like and, a GBA emulator and, and a SNES emulator. To find ones too. Um, I mean, when you break it down, it's like thirteen bucks a game. 
That's not bad. That's usually the price that I start buying indie games. I mean, I don't think 40 bucks is that expensive for that at no, all. No, but... if you're only buying it for the one game, if you're only buying it for Seiken Densetsu 3 or Trials of Mana, then yeah, 40 bucks is expensive. That I will totally cop to. I apparently am in the minority. So if you want to provide feedback, there's lots of ways to do so. Um, number one, you can call or text us just like Mr. Wolf does. And that number is 608-729-4098. And for those that are listening really, really fast, that was a total blur. So you can call or text us at 608-729-4098. Ta-da! You... It, it was silent agreement, Anna. Silent oh, agreement. Actually, I wanted I'm to go sorry. look. Sorry. I wanted to go look at Final Fantasy Adventure if you wanted to play it on its original console just to see what people are selling it for now. Um, the game and I'm Boy seeing, game? Yeah, I'm yeah, seeing between, yeah, between like 23 and 30 bucks on its own. So, I mean, it really depends on, you know, what's valuable to you. Um, and... Like that to me was it was a fine price. I mean, I'm buying it twice for so. And I haven't looked at secret of mana's price anytime soon, but SNES games have just gotten ridiculous over the years. Mm -hmm. Right. Particularly ones that didn't show up on virtual console. And I don't think secret. of. I think it did. It did. Oh, in English. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sometimes it's weird. Like sometimes. So, um, Wild Arms got re-released on the Virtual Console, and when that came out on the Virtual Console, the Super Nintendo um, cart price shot up. Hmm. You mean Wild Guns? What did I just say? Wild Arms. Wild Arms. Yep. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Wild Guns. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get so much crap for that. <laughs> All right. Um, continuing our feedback spiel, you can email us. Our email pa- uh, address is podcast at rpgamer.com. It's very unique. Or you can come join us live every week at 9 a.m. Eastern, noon, no, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Um, and you could too can watch Chris's empty chair um, chat with our uh, awesome <laughs> chat people like Power Lord and Daniel and Vaughn and other people that are stopping by that are just really quiet right now. That is twitch.tv slash rpgamer. You can leave a comment like Featherhoof, Krull, Shaman, and Gamer Esquire did um, at rpgamer.com and you just find the latest podcast, you slap a comment down there. Uh, and uh, if you just want to talk to RP gamers, uh, staff, fans, etc., um, people that just come to annoy us, um, you can uh, join us at rpgamer.com slash discord. Join our discord chat. We would love to see you. All right, it's time for the news. Someone beep me in. Beep, 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 Thank beep, beep, you. Beep. All right. So um, Final Fantasy VIII is getting remastered, as uh, Nathan mentioned earlier. And uh, now Square Enix is starting to roll out some of those details. Um, so the boost settings um, that were added to both Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy IX are remasters on PC and Switch and, and consoles and stuff like that. Um, so there will be uh, three toggles. Uh, one will be a triple speed, um, in, which increases the game of the speed, including excluding movies. Um, battle enhancement gives players maximum hit points and ATB during all battles, as well as the ability to always use special moves. 
Um, no encounters will turn off random battles, excluding events. Um, the PC version will also get a cheat command console. Um, cheat commands will include obtaining all items, cards, special moves, and abilities, and maxing gill, uh, maxing guardian force levels, maxing out your magic. Um, the Chocobo World Pocket Station minigame um, has been removed because they're it would probably be an awful, awful thing to try to recover the code for. Uh, yeah. And the game uh, will use the original PlayStation soundtrack as opposed to the not-so-good PC soundtrack. All right. Yeah. If you're looking forward to Final Fantasy VIII Remastered, it is coming out 2019 for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Hooray! That, that is the way to play those kind of games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With all the cheats turned on. Mm-hmm. All right, Aquaplus has uh, announced a new. Just the one for draws. <laughs> Aquaplus has announced a new Utawareru Mono Man... Mono title. Utawareru Underwater Remono. All right, Utawareru Mono. Okay, Utawareru Mono. Lulula. Yeah. All right. Um, so if you're under, un, not unfamiliar with the Underwater Ray Romano series, it's like a visual novel with um, light tactical RPG gameplay. Yeah. Um, so we we have nothing known about this game other than... Um, no, we really characters. don't know much of it. Yes. Yep, so they, all they've they said is, hey, it's a new game coming out. We don't have a title for it. We have no details we can give you. But here are two characters... Akuta and Minagi. Akuta Matata? Yes, Akuta Matata. Um, we don't even know if this is actually going to be interconnected with any of the games that have been previously released. Nope. So. I, <laughs> I don't think they've said, I assume Aqua Plus is making it themselves, but I mean, the, the last two games, they worked with Sting on the uh, on Zan. the battle system at least, but yeah. I don't know if Sting is actually making games. Didn't they get bought by a Chinese... Uh, cell phone developer i don't know if they're still making games or not anymore well we'll have to stay tuned for more information on that particular one yeah um luca born of a dream um is a stylized action rpg that is coming to the nintendo switch was the key on the stylized yeah super stylized um this was a game that came out um last year on pc mac and linux via steam and it is coming to the eShop on july 3rd third for fifteen dollars um yeah so luca is the marked child um basically he um becomes a demon and no he can see demons and he needs to fight against the demons they're called nightmares i see demons no chris you don't drink your coffee at work all the time i have to kill them oh right with the, the kill command yes um, so Numskull Games, which got announced, so Numskull is like the people that make headphones, right? Really? Oh, that's Skull that's Candy. Oh, skull candy. right, right, right. <laughs> nice Num- try, though. Numskull <laughs> makes merch, right? So they're like merch and accessories and all sorts of stuff. Which might include headphones. But they announced, um, like a Numskull Games division and they hired Toad's Anime and that seems to be going like super awesome Did for them. Toad's Anime? Toad's Anime. Yes. He's Toad's Anime on Twitter. Okay. Um, Ryan Brown. Yes. Anyways. Um, yeah. So Numskull Games is going to start to publish games in um, Europe. So two games that they announced that they're going to be doing in both Europe and Australia 
is um, an action RPG called Crystar, an adventure called title I, the Somnium File. Those are two um, Spike Chunsoft games. Yeah. Which Crystar, I think, was already announced. Spike is Chunsoft is doing it themselves here in North America. Yeah. So Spike Chunsoft, North America. Uh, who's doing I? Uh, that's also Spike Chunsoft. Okay. Yeah. It's it's from the 999 creator. Right. It's his new game. Right. Yeah. And then the character designer is like the Fire Emblem person. Yeah. I wonder if these characters will have feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they will. Oh, just well, you know. Yep. All right. Well, they they had feet and fates, just not an awakening. I know. That's the joke. That's the joke. <laughs> um, so Crystar is coming to PS4 in Europe on August 30th. Um, that is not too far off. It's North American PS4 and worldwide PC release of August 27th. Um, I, the Somnium file is, looks like it's going to be amazing. I'm legitimately interested in this. It's going to give me terrible nightmares. Um, it is going to launch um, a PS4 in North America, PC worldwide on September 17th. And, um, oh, and Switch as well. And then Europe, Nintendo Switch and PS4 are both September 20th. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get that one. It's going to be scary. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Tactical Adventures has announced Solasta, Crown of the Magister. This is an upcoming tactical RPG being developed for PC um, with a Kickstarter um, campaign beginning this summer. Um, so this is the actually takes world place in Solasta. That's the name of the world with players creating a team of four adventurers, choosing members, race, class, and background. Um, the game's combat is 3D element. Uh, the game's combat um, it centers around 3D elements of the battlefield, um, as well as like these cool like light effects and stuff like that. Um, so we have a bunch of trailers uh, for and shots that sort of show off that lighting mechanic that they're going to have. Mm-hmm. and uh it, it's interesting you should check it out and it, it sounds like an interesting idea because they were talking about it like you're you're uh investigating these caves and so you kind of got this like uh you know this balance between wanting to carry a torch around so you can see what the hell you're doing but the the torch will attract enemies to you know they'll know exactly where you are so it's kind of like an interesting idea anyway all right so um this game is apparently blowing Josh's mind because he was talking about this on on our Discord earlier. Librarian RPG Book of Hours announced. <laughs> it's just like this is... We've gotten to the point where now we even have an RPG about being a librarian. And they're not joking. Like, literally, you are... It is a it is stylized or it is billed as a combat free RPG where you're the librarian in this ancient library of forbidden tomes and like you're going to have to like manage the books and catalog Wait, them and so is this decide like, is this like papers please but with books? It's, I guess no. maybe. <laughs> no, it's more time management sim. But you have to, like, decide whether you help people or not, like, you know, do research and stuff. Oh, yeah, I guess in that aspect it is kind of papers, please. Do you get to tell people to shush? Yeah, do you get to tell people they're not allowed to check out books and you have to, like, approve them? Well, how about this? They are going to have a Kickstarter starting um, on August 29th. And at that just point, just totally blew my mind. We're, we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have more questions that are gonna be answered. You do get to shush. Guys. It's in the logo, Kelly. Look, it says book. Okay. See, she's shushing in the logo. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I 
shushing is Sam going to like go part. crazy over this? Anna? I I think if she hasn't already, she totally <laughs> she will. Right? This is her game. <laughs> yep, exactly. Finally. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> Sam I was going to say, a, I thought librarian who helps on the site. <laughs> I, th- I thought that Sam would probably have the existential crisis that I had with Animal Crossing, where I realized that I'm buying furniture and I write about furniture for a living and had to put away Animal Crossing because of it. Oh, were you doing Happy Home Designer? No, it I was... I loved that game. It was New Leaf. It was more oh, okay. of a, like, this is getting too meta too for me. I need to walk too away. Meta. Too meta. All right. Um... There's a release date for the Alliance Alive HD. Um, so this game originally came out for the 3DS in 2017, and uh, Fudu decided to upward it to the Switch. Um, and it is coming to Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4 on October 8th in North America, and in Europe on October 11th. There's also a limited edition that the Nisa is selling. Um, comes with nine paper dolls of each of the main characters, art book, soundtrack, and a box to keep all of it in. Um, there's a plan. There are plans for a PC release. Um, I think Fruityu might be doing that independently, um, and it very quietly ticked from 2019 to 2020 this week. So that wasn't announced at all. People just noticed that the Steam page had changed. Um, so they also put out a new t- trailer? trailer. Yeah. And uh, it actually has side-by-sides of 3DS versus the Switch version. And the Switch version, Here. surprise, looks way better. I'm looking through this trailer. I don't see any side-by-side in it. There's a comparison trailer in the story. I'm. That's what I'm looking at. Okay. Yeah, it goes back and forth between the two of them at some point. It's not always yeah. side by side. It must be like for three seconds at some point. No, so... I watched the whole trailer. It looked really good. You watched the whole what? I... Trailer. I Happy now? I, I am. Okay. I I want to get that. I'm just, I don't. Did you play the original? I didn't. Because no. by the we time it, right? by the time that people had talked me into playing it, the, re- the re-release got announced. And I was like, oh, well, why don't I just wait and get it on the Switch? All right, I've scrubbed through this trailer like five times now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just watch the whole thing. Okay. Because I don't think it's in here. Um, another I feel Eden. like you played this. No. Because it has the Fox Lady. Legend was there of, a demo? Legend of uh, Legacy is Is there an I Alliance Alive demo, maybe? No, oh, I didn't play go. it. I played it. Mm. Yeah, lots is, of people confusing her with me? played it. There's two Fox yeah. people. Okay. And a frog dude. Uh, yeah. So if and you have been dude. waiting to play another Eden on iOS and Android and you didn't yeah, live in the US and Canada, good news. The game has released in like 25 additional countries, including Canada. That's not a country. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> You're promoted. He gets a raise, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Damn it. <laughs> Double the pay. Ah, oh, what's what's two times zero? Zero. Oh, excellent. Yes. Uh, well, all right. Two zeros now. Yeah. <laughs> Double zero. <laughs> zero dot zero zero if you want. Ooh, now we're getting fancy. <laughs> Superior pay to work at RP Gamer. All right, so if you can't get enough of Atelier, good news, Atelier Ryza, Ever oh. Dark Descend, The Secret Hideout's coming out this year, woohoo! 
Uh, okay, like can can the Western market support three Attila releases in, in one you year? Know, nine months? No, not even one year. Nine months. <laughs> no, but we'll pretend it will. Holy hell! Now it's worth I have a, noting. I have a question. All right. Why are the main people in the Atelier games always ladies? Um, they weren't. They weren't. Yeah. What do you mean? There's like three games where the main character is a dude. Which one? Matakamiya, Matakamiya Two, Matakamiya oh Three. It doesn't even say Atelier in the box on those games. Okay. Um, I think one of the Iris titles on the PS2 had oh, a dude in it Iris too. Two, maybe. Yeah, Eska and Logi, of course. Logi. Eschatology, right? Oh, yeah. Eska and Logi. You could play as Logi. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This lady needs a Tifa bra. Is <laughs> the first thing I'm going to say. Dude, this girl has like thick thighs. Thick th- she got the Chun Li thighs going on? She got the Chun Li thighs no, going not, on. No, it looks nobody, great. Has the, nobody has the Chun Li thighs going on. Look, look, okay, so pull up the. Pull up the Listen, story. Chun Li's leg is then, as big as this entire girl. And then right? go to the second of fifteen screenshots. This girl will be thick in a good way. I whatever you're talking about. Okay. That's not that thick. Also, her bottom leg is too long. It looks like it's gonna break off. What? That's too long for a, a leg. No. Her bottom leg between her ankle and her um calf muscle, it's too long. Oh. It's like Are we criticizing anime characters now? I'm <sighs> criticizing bad art direction <laughs> and animation that's, models. That's basically anime, though. That, oh, okay. that, that might point. come up in our What You Plan. Cause... I have a problem with this Atelier character, Anna, besides the ones I've already listed. Kay. I see no puddings or flans of any sort, or well, pancakes, or pies, or cakes, or any other sweets. Well, she does serve tea in the middle of combat, if that she helps. She does? Oh, oh no, that's, that. that's her rod. My bad. Oh. It sure looks like a tea set before yeah, you expand If she it. served tea, I'd be that that would totally be fine. Yeah. Oh, she's got like a bat belt. Look at this. She's got like a little holy hand grenade on it and a yeah. water bottle. Yeah. So stay hydrate bot can com- not complain to her or something. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so Atelier Riza, Ever Did Darkness, and the Secret shelf? Hideout. You see the puny on her shelf? Puny. The puny and yes. next to the little rabbit. Uh-huh. And then there's a little... Family rabbits it's coming here. out this year. It's coming out for PS4 and Switch. Is this a whole new series? And yes. So no and crossover PC characters on October 29th. No. How um, much and in money? fact, this this game has been worked on for like one of the longest development periods for an Atelier game yeah. because it was separate teams that made both um, Lulua and Noki. Okay. So this team has been working on this game for a while. What, while those other two games were being made? Yes, by oh. other people. So are these the people who made the Mysterious Trilogy? Yes. So they're probably garbage. I mean, it, there was... Lai Su was really good. Oh, okay. It had performance it issues on the Switch. Lai Su? Oh, speaking of performance... No. Um, <laughs> we love no, performance issues on the Switch this week. Hey, so I have a question. How much money can I spend on Atelier if I really want to spend a lot of money on How Atelier? about $100? $100? What do I get for $100? You get a physical copy of Atelier Riza, Ever Darkness, and The Secret Hideout for either PS4 or Switch. That's actually the title. Yes. There's a secret hideout? Uh, apparently. There's a clubhouse? I don't know. There's no also Ever Darkness. Oh, all right. So we've done um, sort of darkness-themed games. Um, the... 
uh, what was the trilogy after Arland but before Mysterious? Dusk. The dusk. 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 So in the Dusk trilogy, Dusk was taking over the world, and you had to use alchemy to redeem the world. So we've work? we've done this sort of like darkness theme before. So did I'm you, curious. Did you have to do an equivalent exchange? No. Oh, that's probably for the best. All right, back to the collector's edition because okay. we're spider webbing. Mm-hmm. Official art book, keychain, art cards, cloth poster, and a collector's box. Uh, Atelier Riza is the ooh, 21st. Go Puff just messaged me free ice cream this weekend if you ooh. order fifteen dollars or more. Atelier Riza is the twenty-first <laughs> mainline game. So you are playing as Raiselin Riza Stout, who dreams of leaving a dull life in her village. She and her friends explore the Forbidden Island and meet an old mage who teaches Riza alchemy. The game has a new evolved synthesis system, as well as new gathering systems where players use different tools to gather different items from the same location. Well, that's interesting. That's kind of a twist on what's already going on. Because like, mm. when you go into an area, if you have like a fishing rod or um, a mining pick, or explosives, or a butterfly net. Those are the four from, um, what's the game? Ulua. Okay. (laughs) Are you okay? Yeah, I just, I haven't. Are we back to the throwing up cat or something? (laughs) No, my brain just exploded. Gesundheit. Underwater. (laughs) Stop it. This guy have four complete plus? (laughs) <laughs> yes please let's move on yeah just... wait before we move on so so you're, you're talking alchemy right mm-hmm. do, do you get to combine a little girl and a dog <sighs> i already made an alchemist joke you can't do a i know but one. nina memes will ever will never not be funny that's true <sighs> this guy some news com- blurbs about this game and uh she was described the main character was described as a tom girl our tomboy, I mean, I don't think they know what that is. Just just saying. Why? Because yeah. she's wearing a teeny tiny skirt? Yeah, just a bit. She's not exactly That's... dressed like the traditional tom girl. Yeah, I've tomboy. never seen a tom never seen a tomboy dress like whatever. that. Just... Has there been an Atelier game where the main character wears, like, I don't know, pants? Uh, the ones with men, probably. <laughs> that we were talking about thanks chris but that isn't what i meant well i don't know that wasn't what i meant earlier but y'all just went ahead with it like well man it can be a one two and three you moron like oh well okay sorry well we gave at least two examples iris two and uh eska and loji so there you go loji so pfft. he right can wear pants you. i meant one of the girls <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Do any of the Sky of Four Complete Plus will contain all of the additional <laughs> characters and story scenarios from the previous releases of Sky of Four. Did anyone think that well with a name like Complete, it wasn't going to Complete Plus, as well as English and French text and English and Japanese voiceover Listen, options? That's not what it this story is about. It will also include pedal level spells and it, job skills this is from stuff Sky of Four. All this. We a already knew all this. revisited, as this well is, as quality and life improvements from Disgaea 5. You're not listening. The game's resolution Anna, you're really has good at this. also <laughs> been up to 1080p. <laughs> Characters can be repositioned while viewing oh skill gosh. target areas. Skill speeds can be adjusted up to f- times 4. And post-battle autosaves have been added. So now that you've read Alex's summary of previous known <laughs> info for the story... How about we talk about the actual story here? One, it has a release date. 
Yeah, October 29th everywhere. Two, they're doing a vote and contest to determine the extra design on the game's uh, inside cover. I'm pretty sure that contest is done. No, nope, well, I lied. 11 days left. Looks like it's still going on, and it's one of those things where you give it all your contact info on all the social medias, and you like post it all over the place. And yeah, maybe it's Gleam.io. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you, We've you, used Gleam for I RP know. Gamer contest. I Why know. are you pooping on it? Because I just assume everyone wants my info. <sighs> all right, Minute. The Lo-Fi RPG when are you gonna play that? is now available on iOS and Android. When are you going to play it? Um, I don't know. It I have it Max on Switch. dying wish that you play this game. Anyway. Oh, Chris. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> All right. Anyways, it was developed by a small team and is published by Devolver Digital. And it's available now on both the App Store and Google Play for four ninety nine. So, yeah, you uh, you play as a character that's been cursed by a random sword he picks up on the beach. He dies every minute. Um, but you keep items and abilities you pick up in that minute, and you're able to choose where to start your next run from after unlocking locations. Yep. And, yeah, Mac loved this game. So if you haven't uh, gotten this on PC, PS4, Xbox One, or Switch, now you can get it on iOS Android. Play it. It's good. There you go. Um, Beam Dog and Skybound Games have put out these warm, 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 enhanced edition D and D collectors packs. Ugh. They're they're insane. They're insane. They look massive. I want them. So the Baldur's Gate enhanced edition pack is a hundred dollars. And you get Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2 Enhanced Editions, as, as well as the Siege of Dragon Spear expansion. A Ball Spawn Medallion, and that's B-H-A-A-L before Chris makes any more dirty jokes. A trio of pins, an engraved metal dice set. A parchment-style map. Hey, Chris. Chris, this map is acceptable. It's not cloth. But I only want cloth maps. Oh, I'm sorry. Cloth maps are my friend. A faux leather journal featuring the Baldur's Gate emblem and including exclusive art. And hero cards featuring Minsk and Dinah Hare, Wilson and Amoen, and Viconia. I assume those are characters. Is Boo on there? Well, it's it's Minsk. Doesn't Minsk automatically come with Boo? Probably. Okay. But not necessarily. All right, Planescape Torment slash Icewind Dale collector's pack. Miniature giant space hamster Anna gives you Planescape Torment and Icewind Dale, both enhanced editions with all their expansions. A Lady of Pain medallion, two pins, same engraved metal dice, a another parchment style map, another faux little journal, um, three hero cards, including the Lady of Pain Mort and the Nameless One. I don't know what any. Mort is a talking skull. Think the well. Murray good news the because the the pack also includes a Mort squishy stress ball. Mm-hmm. You can squash your skull. Um, Mort's also voiced by a wacko or no, Robert Paulson, oh. aka Yakko Warner. I love him. He I can, love him too. He can sing like the the countries of the world song off by heart. And then finally, the Neverwinter Nights Enhanced Edition Collector's Pack has Neverwinter Nights, all of its DLC, Neverwinter Nights Eye Medallion. Yep. Two pins, metal dice, map, leather journal, and the, uh, the hero cards for that one include but, Deacon, Arabeth, and Why Bolshars. don't they have the better Neverwinter Nights game? You know, two. Uh, isn't that one lost? No. Okay. So if you want to go really freaking crazy. Oh, I want to go crazy. 
the ultimate enhanced edition collector's pack is $200. Okay. And it has all the things. It has every single game plus all of their DLCs and expansions. Not only do you get thing you get. Yeah. So not only do you get the metal <laughs> dice set that's included in all of the other sets, yeah. but it also has a beholder dice tray. Mm. You get the Mort Squishy Stress Ball, the map, the leather journal. Why do you need uh, dice for computer games? A set games? of two pins, which is like half from one set and half from another. Mm-hmm. So it's a ball Ball Spawn and Lady of Pain, which like Ball Spawn is from Baldur's Gate and Lady of Pain but is the Planescape Tournament. Then. You don't. This is weird. It's supposed to be yeah. ultimate. It's obviously not ultimate. Yeah. And it's not four lithograph yeah. prints featuring fan favorite characters from each game. So if you just want to get the game, don't worry. Um, what if I just want Baldur's Gate 3? No. Okay. That's not out yet. The Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition Pack, the Planescape Torment, Icewind Dale Pack comes out October 1st, October 4th in Europe. And then the Neverwinter Nights pack comes out December 3rd in North America, December 6th in Europe. Whew. All right. We, oh, and there's a Final Fantasy 14 live action TV show in development, and we know nothing about it other than that it's happening. So stay well, tuned for more details. How many times have we heard that and then shows get canceled, like that Zelda one and stuff like that? Right. You know? so, which so. is why I'm, which is why there is literally no link. Take it with a z- giant chunk of Zestria. Yeah, Sisteria, the uh, sweetener of the future. The sweetener of the no, no, seasoning not the sweet fu- seasoning, seasoning of the of future. The future. Yeah. All right, editorial block. We got lots of editorials this week, so we uh, got in our last few E three pieces. So Dauntless impression and an interview. Um, Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, as is our yearly habit, got an impression <laughs> and interview. At some point, that game's going to come out, and it's not going to be at E three anymore, and people are going to be sad. Is it three or four years straight? I think I'm just getting tired of this game not being out. Uh, Hero Land got an uh, E3 impression as well as Rune Factory 4 special. Um, And then we got some reviews this week. Uh, We have a Persona Q2 review as well as an impression for Masquerada Songs in Shadows, which is it's still as ambivalent as it was on the other consoles, but now it's on Switch No, no, I remember them liking it. No. Didn't Pascal like the first one? No, not by the end of it. Oh, I only remember the initial impressions. Yeah. Then. <laughs> All right. Boxers. Briefs. Okay. Briefs. Fire Emblem screenshots. Yeah. So more Fire Emblem Three Houses details and screenshots since the game is coming out in less than a Did month. Did we learn anything important? Or yeah. Not yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah, we yeah. What we learn? What we learn? It's what a brief. Learn? I'm moving on. No. Forge Fire of Emblem. Blood. The people listen to this <laughs> show for Fire Emblem. No, they don't. Fire Emblem Heroes! There, now we've done our requisite. If you are upset that Anna's skipping over the good details of a game people actually care about, you write in 608-729-4098. Forged (laughs) Out Blood has entered closed beta, so you can check that out. Konosuba Dungeon Crawler um, gets its first gameplay. I can't believe you. And it looks like an anime tie-in first-person dungeon crawler. Yeah. Hey, a so, lot of people who could use Tifa bras. Yeah, Konosuba, God's yeah. blessing of this wonderful gracious. world, Labyrinth of Hope, and the Gathering of Adventure. Uh, she needs that's, surgery, that that's, lady. That's a title <laughs> and a half. That's that, oh, my gosh. Um, Project Sakura Wars got additional information, including um, character profiles. There's bro- a far fetched in this dungeon game. Nihon Falcom oh. put out more E9 <laughs> character bios. 
Um, Battle Chasers is going to be getting a mobile launch in August. Dead in Vinland is coming to Switch very soon in July, early July, um, July 11th. That's a management survival horror RPG, so not for me. And uh, here, I like this note on our spreadsheet. Hey, a secret Phantom Thieves trailer is here. Don't tell anyone. So yeah, there's a new Persona 5 Royal trailer discussing Ryuji, looking at some of the expanded stuff that's going to be in Persona 5 Royal. All right. That's the end of the news. Like I said, it's going but to it's be longer. Japanese. Yep. I'm sure someone will fan sub it. It some better point. be longer. If I got to play through it all again, I better get some extra content. Do you want it to be longer? Yes. Okay. Anna and I didn't get to max out everything the first time through. So we want to now. Anna and I like the game more than you. So. I'm just hoping that they're going to Dragon Quest XI-S this and put a more enhanced version on the Switch. You mean you want them to put an 8-bit version? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, All right. So question of the week, since it came up earlier, here is our question of the week. Is there a series you wouldn't recommend people starting at the first game? um, I mean, Diablo. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Mega Man. Oh, yeah, that's another good one. I mean, I feel like it's cheating to say Final Fantasy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. unless you play a remake yeah the OG one is, is rough but yeah like I don't recommend starting with Trails in the Sky I recommend Trails of Cold Steel for example and I don't recommend the first Arlene game I recommend starting I recommend playing it in 231 so if there's a series like that you can think of and why do you suggest recommending it that way Legacy of Kane. ooh that's right because the PlayStation one wasn't. No, um, yeah, Blood was... Omen and then Soul Reaver, and I, I say skip Blood Omen. Soul Reaver is the better one. Mm. We actually cover those, or did on the old site. I don't think we do on the new site. Anyways, Can I be controversial and say all games. No. No. Okay. I no, mean, it's probably Zelda's wrong. Good. You shouldn't start. Well, uh, I think Zelda and Mario are the quintessential examples of you shouldn't start at the first game. Just play the oh. current one. <clears throat> It's really? okay. Yeah, hmm. you don't need to experience the whole series. There's lots of good <laughs> gameplay in the new ones. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. Be free. Well, I have trails read in the, the sky. I would say. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Is there a series you wouldn't recommend? People? You you like? Mm, yeah. I read it as like the game was bad, so just don't worry about it. Not necessarily you need it for story purposes. Oh. So like we <clears> had <throat> we had a really intense discussion about this when Bravely Second came out. Do you remember that? Well, you definitely yeah. want to do Bravely Second with the. But first you game. don't have to because really? there's like a two minute catch up of everything that happens in Bravely Default, and they don't reference and it much? all of the problems that are in Bravely Default are fixed in Bravely Second. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess if the stories aren't really connected that much. They are. It's a direct sequel. But I still don't think at this point I would recommend people playing Bravely Default. I would recommend they jump straight to Bravely Second. Wow. Okay. Some games are just kind of a bitch to go back to. Um, That's why I brought brought up Diablo. Because if you play Diablo 3, you're going to have a hard time with... I will. I think you're right. Uh, if you definitely don't want to go backwards with Diablo, <laughs> but, 
But yeah. um, I wouldn't. I would kind of say starting with the first one in Diablo, and then Diablo two. There's there's something to gain from that. Um, those are Fordham? Fun, th- no, they're. Good. <laughs> wow. How dare you! Wow. Well, even yeah, then, I went there. Wow. I was there's a, a there's story and immersiveness that's in like the first couple games, and it, it's a little different for each game, and it's totally different by the time you get to three, right? So, but going back just sucks because you're so used to the better way that games play in the future. But getting the the things that are good about those games, um, you kind of got one shot to get them, and that's before you play the ones where they fix all the problems. So I don't know. Diablo 2, just watch all the cinematics. They're great. You'll get the feel of the game. Diablo 1, you kind of got to play it. Yep. Um, Even though it's terrible by today's standards. Yep, but all the story reveals are through the gameplay and clicking on things, so... Um, and that's Fresh got the best story meat. of the three. Yeah, Diablo 1 has the best story, Anna. You should play it. <clears throat> I think Diablo 2 has the best story. I agree. Diablo 2 <clears throat> is the best story. We'll have to go over that in another podcast. Are we including the manuals? Oh, God. No, now we are definitely going down a rabbit hole. The, the I'm cut- no, 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 no. Okay. I'm, cu- I'm, I'm, I'm cutting this off here. We're going to move on. <laughs> To the new game releases. We'll which have a, we'll have a Diablo week, cast Which at game has time. the most important manual? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go over um, <laughs> releases for the next two weeks because there will be no RPG cast on July 6th. Yeah, Anna and I are skipping town. So later, doozers. Later. All right. So um, we've mentioned some of these, but um, Dragon Quest Builders 2 has a demo that's available on PS4 and Switch now. Switch um, Now? Is that their new streaming service? No, no. PS4 and Switch oh, right now. okay. Right now! That's too bad. Go download it. Chop, something. chop. No. Um, and if you want to just <coughs> wait for the full game, um, Dragon Quest Builders 2 launches on July 12th. Um, Dandy Dungeon Legend of Brave Yamada is available now on Nintendo Switch. Um, so this is... Um, it's very Tingle-esque in that he, you are in a uh, middle aged office pencil pusher and you just oh, want to get out pump? of your dreadful life and you wake up and discover that you've been sucked into a fantasy world and so you have a step count that you need to um, stay within as you walk through these dungeons. Isn't isn't that like mostly the plot of um, what is it called? Unreal? No. Oh, gosh, Unreal. Uh, unepic. Could be. Um, graveyard Keeper. <laughs> wow, your complete lack of interest. Thank you. <laughs> is available. Graveyard Keeper is. <laughs> graveyard Keeper is available now. Are you playing the librarian game on... already? Yes, is available now on Switch. And so, and everybody that I know that has played this, including Peter, basically calls this Harvest Moon, but like macabre. Um. Yeah, so I don't know where you got the the idea that I've played this. <laughs> I swore you I told had. you earlier this show that he hasn't played it yet. I, oh. yeah, you're like, I'm really going to lean on you for this one. And I'm like, okay, I'll try. <laughs> Anna, I'm the one who's tried Graveyard Keeper. Oh, yeah. I'm your husband, <laughs> all right? I've played this game. So A, screw you. B, confirmed, it's confirmed totally like death. Harvest Moon, but with death and like corpses and stuff. So the tagline of this game is Graveyard Keeper is the most inaccurate medieval cemetery management sim. Yeah, that's that's fair, actually. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> so I instead love of you? growing, instead of growing plants, you grow bodies. It's more like you inter them and you take care of the cemetery fields and do a bunch of other weird side questy things. And I haven't gotten that far because it's these games are kind of boring to me. I like I have not gotten like uh, absorbed. He doesn't even into... like Stardew Valley. I I, <gasps> well, I like Stardew Valley, but I fall asleep trying to play it, so I haven't really finished it or he's played repeatedly it fallen asleep attempting to play stardew valley like outright snoring like <laughs> chris <laughs> <laughs> all right does he do the old man you go to turn off the game and he's like no don't hey, change that hey. um, i'm I playing do. that i do <laughs> <laughs> that's middle-aged gaming for you i was gonna say that's just because we're old Oh, I'm shaking my cane at all of you. I'm downloading the DQ Builders demo, Anna. Final Wait, Fantasy. This is the first game. Where's the second game? <laughs> you said there's a second game demo. Yes, there is. You have Where? to go to the second game page. I put in Dragon Quest and... All right, well, while, while he struggles man, with that... Um, Final Darn Fantasy... Oh, sorry. Sega Ages Wonder Boy Monster Land is available now. Um, it's sort of RPG adjacent. I wasn't sure whether I should put it on the list. Someone put it on the list. I put me, it on so. the list. Thank you. Because it's kind of like Metroid E. Okay. Um, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers is available now. If you pre-ordered the game, I don't think you're able to pre-order the game and get in anymore. Um, you. It says you are. Okay. But it also says codes will be delivered within two days. Right. So you might get your code the day before or the day of the game going live for real. Yeah, so it won't so matter. For realsies, <laughs> um, the game, uh, the expansion launches on July 2nd. Um, and then God Eater 3 is coming to the Switch on July 12th. And I'm sure there are games that I missed. I'm sorry we try to be as accurate as possible in this section, but there is always stuff we miss. Ha -ha! So I'm, if there is a game that we miss that you are looking forward to or that you downloaded or you noticed, totally write into us. We would love to share more information. I have a new, I have a new question of the week for you. No. Minecraft versus uh, uh, Dragon no. Quest Builders 2. What's no. better? What should I play? No. Um, Dragon Quest Builders too. Oh, Minecraft says the lady who built hole. a chicken stadium. Yeah. All, All right. right. You want to make something of it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll no, throw uranium no, eggs at you. All right. So leading into JRPG July, Nathan, what are you going to be playing? Uh, I'm going to try to get through Tales of Berseria because uh... Tales of Bersitis? Yes. Mm. Yes, that one too. Uh, Tales of Arise looks really good, but. I kind of need to clear something out of my backlog to justify it. So Fair enough. Um, here's one: Berseria. Tales of Exilia Two. Do I have to play the first one, or should I not no. play the first one? Or I should only play the first one. Actually, I thought Zilia Two was a lot better than Zilia One. So okay, you you, you should ask Ninji about that one because he plays all the Tales of games. All right, Chris, what are you going to be playing this week? Hi, uh, Diablo Immortal. All right, um, Peter, oh. don't oh. disappoint us. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't oh. want my real answer what's wrong with you nope don't you have phones that wasn't <laughs> come on um thank you ninji for the chat room for that um what what am i playing this week i'm playing final fantasy 14 so much final fantasy 14 maybe some borderlands here and there um depending on what other people want to do with regards to 14 and other <laughs> games going on also mario maker 2 the end uh, I'm finishing Final Fantasy V. So, Gosh, there you go. you're going to have the worst gaming ADD this week. Chris. I have the worst gaming ADD the last two weeks. Okay. Can we go on a cruise again and just focus we... and like be on relaxing? Oh. Chris, we should start a group. 
Gamer um, ADD Anonymous. I, I think it would be too stressful to have to go to the meeting G- every week. G-A-D-D-A. Can we just use it? Can we just use it? We don't actually have to. We'll just postpone it every week. We'll get around. It's on our backlog. Yes, exactly. Uh, I don't know what game I'm gonna play. I you're gonna play I more want, fourteen. I know that. I mean, it's yeah, it's definitely gonna be fourteen. But but you're I also would gonna like play to actually play something with like a you know to clear out the backlog. Uh, I don't know. Somebody go look at my backlog or pick on something. Your mixer channel, probably. I'm I'm not. I haven't played that in weeks. Come on, somebody. Somebody Finish look at my backlog. Every time your, you stream, you get like a group of people who just want to play Smash with you, complaining how they're not playing Smash with you right now. And notice how I haven't started. <laughs> You're gonna give in. I'm not That's gonna my give prediction. in. All right. Not so, until not until Banjo comes out. So you're gonna go back and finish uh, Wii Punch Out. Uh, that's not an RPG, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, JRPG July. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. All right. He's sticking with the JRPG Belay Belay theme. Um, Belay. Judgment. You're gonna get judgment. What? You you don't, don't own it yet, do goal... you? The goal is not to add more to the backlog. Yes, but I know you. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a possible goal for you. Stop. Am I wrong? Who picked up Shadowbringers? Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope my wife doesn't listen to this. Dana. <laughs> so what, I think you in did. theory, what are you supposed to be playing this week, Peter? Uh, I mean, it would probably be Mario Maker and Final Fantasy XIV right. and so, trying to finish Valkyria Chronicles. So two new games and one old one. All right. Yes. And if you want to check out Peter's stream, it's mixer.com slash PT6. Where's the J? Oh, full name, Peter Thomas 6. Oh, my bad. Good thing you grabbed. I, I don't. I don't know where that would take you. So <laughs> I'm gonna find out though. <laughs> Let's see where um, I'm gonna play Persona Q two. Uh, Kelly, I am gonna be finishing up Persona Q two, and then for JRPG July, um, <clears throat> Secret of Mana collection. PT six is available. Mm. Oh. oh, the whole collection, Kelly. Yeah, starting with Final Fantasy Adventure, and just gonna see how far I can get through the whole thing. So I've never played. Um, adventure, and obviously I've never played Seiken Densetsu three. But um, I think the GBA remake of Adventure would be the better one. Didn't to play. finish. I've never <laughs> finished Secret of Mana. I've just, I think I got to some forest and I got lost. And I got pissed off and never played it again. Wait, really? Yeah. Um, it's funny. I I dug out my GBA and I was gonna, I was actually gonna cheat and do Sword of Mana, but then I thought, well. The GPA doesn't have a sleep mode, oh. and I'm so used to that now that it kind of makes sense to play it on the um, Switch version, just so that I can you could use put like it sleep. An and... Emulator, I guess, but yeah. Eh, yeah. I, I'd ra- I'd rather play it on the Switch sure. version, to be honest. Yeah. Anna has not played. Listen to this, RP gamers. Anna has not finished Secret of Mana. She doesn't like Chrono Trigger. No, I just think Chrono Trigger is not as good as Chrono Cross. Okay, so whatever. She hasn't, um, uh, she hasn't played Earthbound. No, I've played a little bit of it. I don't like it. 
Mm-hmm. She's not a real. You're not missing gamer. much. Oh, that, I thought you were gonna bury ah! me up here. Ah! No. Ah! Earthbound. Earthbound is overrated. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Shots fired. Kelly. Shots fired. You are talking to the what? biggest Earthbound fan right here. So let's let's just not go there, okay? <laughs> Done. I mean, I. I've defended Final Fantasy Mystic Quest before, so take everything I say with a a hefty tablespoon of salt. Mystic Quest 2. All right, now that Chris has stormed (laughs) away, we can actually get through this stuff now. All right, so um, Josh, last but least. No, wait, last but not least. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Poor Josh. He's just along it's, for the ride now. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. giving up my mouth. It has betrayed me. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be playing more Atelier. I like when you get um, Rorona back into the story because she's absent for the first section of it. And she, she's got like this super cutesy, adorable voice actor in Japan. Yeah. And she's like, ah, Oh, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard her Japanese voice actor. I probably always played it in English, so that'll be different. Yep. All right. Cool. So, yes, I think that's everything. I think that's what everybody's playing. Uh, Chris is in the other room screaming barrel at me, so we definitely need to finish the podcast. So thank you, Josh. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks, Chris. Oh, thanks to me. Um, Thanks, Peter. I'm like, I knew I forgot someone. All right. Uh, thank you, Dale North, for our um, podcast theme. Thank you, Kelly, for our podcast arts. Thank you, Forecast for Encoding. Woo! Oh, Lordy. I, I think I need a week off after this show. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.